Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. We're continuing with our series that we've been on for about a month and a half. Can you believe it? It's the longest series I've done. But you know, we could spend literally weeks and months on this. And this is the topic of, are these the last days? And at the outset, the very first thing I said was, I wanted to dedicate it to the late Edwin Miller because he would tell you today, are you ready? Are you ready? And he would also tell you, hell is no joke. Amen? Amen. Hell is no joke. And the point of this message today is is not to speak on, on just hell, but the topic today is really the final judgment to the new heaven and the new earth where I'm going to be spending most of my time because you know what as believers, you and I are going to spend eternity in our new heaven, in our new earth. Can I get an amen? Amen. The whole point of this series has been, are you aware? Are you aware that we are in the last days? And I don't think I need to tell you that these last 20 months have shown us things that are happening in our world that are right on the precipice of his return. We are right there. We are right there waiting for his return. We've talked about everything from the rapture, the tribulation, the second coming, the millennium, which we spoke about a couple weeks ago. And now today I want to talk about the final judgment or what's known as the great white throne judgment for you Bible students out there to the new heaven and the new earth. In biblical terms, again, there's a term for this, the study of end times known as eschatology. And that's really what we've been doing. And and I've done this in seven different parts. Again, we could spend all year on this. I mean, there is so much to unpack. But again, we're going to spend eternity there. How many are thankful for that? One day we will be at the the presence of Almighty God. In the presence of Almighty God. It just amazes me or blows my mind to even think about it. To be in the presence of the God that created this world. That, that puts you and I here on this, on this earth. Amen? Amen? But here, before we go there, the Word of God tells us there will be a final judgment. There will be a final judgment, judgment and we are heading towards that day. This, this topic, which I want to talk to you about today, is found in Revelation chapter 20. And I want you to turn there with, with me this, more, this afternoon. We'll have it up on the screen for you if you didn't, if you forgot to bring your Bible. Uh, Revelation chapter 20, verses 10 through 15. Look at those big letters. Even I can read that. Wow. That's the kind of font I like. Revelation chapter 20, and we're going to start in verse 10. Again, this is talking about the final judgment. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Verse 11, Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne and books were opened. Another book was opened which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, 
and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Let's pray. Father, boy, what, what, the, what awaits the unbeliever, Lord? And that should break the heart of every person in here. As believers, that should break the heart of each one to know that there is going to be an eternity without you, Lord. And so, Father, I pray right now that you would give us ears to hear your word, that you would give us, Lord, wisdom to be able to understand your word this afternoon. Father, we pray for continued anointing, Lord, in this service, and we thank you, Lord, that your hand is upon us through your Holy Spirit and through your word. We pray that in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. So what I just read to you, hopefully is not the first time you've read that passage, but this is the end of Satan. This is the end of the false prophet. This is the end of sin, of death, of heartbreak, of tragedy, of sorrow, of tears, of pain. How many long for a day without that? We all long for a day without that. But here, the sad part about this is, this is speaking to all the unbelievers who will have to stand before a throne with God seated on that throne. All the people that you can think of in the past that, that were the, the picture of evil, from Charles Manson to you name it, Jim Jones, and on and on the list goes on. These people, whether they were at one time a believer or not, or an agnostic atheist, will stand before the throne of God. In fact, the Bible in other places go on, goes on to say that we will kneel before the Lord and declare He is Lord and God. Amen? He is Lord. And here these people are going to be cast into the lake of fire forever and ever. This judgment is reserved for those alone that rejected the Lord. It's not your goal or my goal to see that they get placed somewhere like that. Although sometimes... Sin is so bad, you just want to shake your head, right? Sin is so bad in the day and age that we live in that we, we can tend to think, well, some people deserve that. No, don't ever think that. Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves an eternity without God Almighty. Amen. You're here, right? You're here. You were given a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, a 15th chance possibly. We are, we are there in this place but by the mercy of God, amen? Yeah. But by the grace of God, yeah. we're in a place like this. Yeah. But instead, we took on Jesus. We received him as our Lord and Savior. Unlike these people that willingly refused the good news, the gospel, and rejected the gospel. I know I could ask every one of you, and every one of you would raise your hand if I were to ask you, do you know people that you've witnessed to that will say, oh no, I don't want to hear it. I reject what you're telling me. I don't believe that. I don't believe in this God that you're talking about. Every one of us have encountered people like that. And the word of God tells us those individuals will be there on this day, judged by the living God. Amen? And did you notice it mentions the Lamb's book of life? 
You see, God Almighty has a book of life, which we've mentioned here many times when someone is received up into heaven or received as, as a, as a born-again believer, God pens their name in, this, in His book of life. Your name is penned in there, in the book of life. Amen. Ana Mendez's name is on there because her name is written in the book of life. But then the Bible goes on to say, the scripture says, we will be judged by the books. I believe these are the books it's talking about. The Lord is going to open up the books. And he's, he's going to say, did you do what the Word of God says? What I asked you to do? We're going to be judged by this. Not by what your neighbor thinks. Not by what Pastor Rick said. But by the Word of God. What does the Word of God say? Amen. That is what we're going to be judged on. Now here's the, the great news though. With sin and Satan gone for eternity at this point. The Word of God in Revelation focuses on what life will look like for the believer. And that's what I want to concentrate on for you and I for the remainder of this message. Life in a place called the new heaven and the new earth. How many are longing for that day? A, a, a new heaven and a new earth. Because I, I think if you turn on the news every day, you're just going to get sick and tired and sick and tired of what's going on in this earth. Amen? Amen. Years ago, or in 2013, uh, I've shared this, I went to Israel to go visit Israel. And in anticipation, I was looking and getting brochures, I was buying books, I was getting all the information I could get my hands on because I was excited about where I was going. I had never been there, but I couldn't get enough. I, I still have these books at home that I'll occasionally open up and uh, beautiful colored pictures in there describing the, the, the land of Israel. But I was excited. And I couldn't get enough. I was watching YouTube videos on different tours of Israel. And I was excited. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You, you get excited. How many of you have been to Disneyland? You get excited. Don't, don't lie. Disneyland does that to you. Israel does that to me. Maybe it was someplace else. Maybe it was just getting together with some family that you hadn't seen in a long time. And you couldn't wait for that day. Let me tell you today, church, that is how you and I need to look at heaven, at eternity. Are you anticipating? Are you living life today in anticipation of that day when we will be together in eternity? Or is it just a boring thing? Is it just, ah, I'm not excited about it. Because if it isn't, you need to get excited about it, amen? You're going to spend eternity there. Amen. You're going to be there forever. You better get used to it. Amen? English pastor and author J.C. Ryle said the following, I pity that man who never thinks about heaven. Cold and unfeeling must that heart be, which never gives a thought to that dwelling place. Dull and earthly must that mind be, which never considers heaven. Listen, if you're a believer, that should be a, a constant thought. Heaven is my home. See, this isn't your home. This isn't your home. We're only passing through this land. Don't get too attached to your home. Don't get too attached to your possessions. They're only here for but a short time. Only for a short time. 
Let me have you turn to Revelation again. In Revelation chapter 21, I want to read to you where it talks about the heaven, a new heaven and a new earth. Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. And I'm reading from the NIV version. But Revelation chapter 21 and verse 1 says the following. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. Check this out. Our world somehow is going to dissolve. Uh, I don't know how it's all going to happen. The, the word of God doesn't go into that great a detail. But it does say that we're going to see a new heaven, a new cosmos, a new earth. It will appear and will come out of heaven. Listen. I saw the holy city, verse 2, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away, wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. And everybody said, Amen. Yeah. He was seated on the throne and said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. How many are excited that Jesus is going to make everything new? including your body. You're going to have a brand new body. You're going to be able to jump. And, and if you can't jump right now, you're going to be able to jump. Uh, you're going to be able to dance. You're going to be able to shout all the things that a healthy body can do. Amen? Amen. That should make you just excited enough right there. But that is where we are going to be one day in a new heaven and a new earth. This will be a sight to behold. God will make all Things new, a new heaven, a new earth. Creation is waiting or is awaiting God's or uh, with great anticipation for that day. Creation knows there's going to be a new day coming. You see this, this earth, everywhere you hear, uh, we're warming up, global warming. The, the crops are failing. The earth knows this. The earth knows it's dying. And, and we're, it's in anticipating something to happen. That's what's going to happen. A new earth is going to spring up. The Lord God who created this earth will give us a new heaven and a new earth to live in. Amen. Amen. God will transform and renew everything that he has made. Everything. There will be a new Jerusalem, the Bible says. This is what we call heaven. This place called the new heaven and the new earth will have a place called the, the new Jerusalem. It will be the city of God. And this will be heaven. It's significant that this glorious dwelling place of God and his people is described as a holy city. You see, who's in a city? People, inhabitants. Amen. This isn't isolation, but a community of believers all together. All together, amen? amen? Man has never known a place like this, a city without sin. Adam and Eve caught a glimpse of it, but they failed because, as you know, the tempter tempted them and they failed. 
They failed miserably. But here in the New Jerusalem, we have something unique, a place that is totally sinless, pure, a community of righteousness, a holy city. The term holy means righteous. It means separated. It means untouched, unblemished. This will be the place where you and I live. No more of, of the stuff that you and I hear and see in our day and age here. The sin, the crime that's rampant in every city, everywhere you go. Amen. As believers, that's why our focus should be living today for that day. Living today for that day. Because if you're not living today for that day, you're even going to get to that day. Amen? Question for you and I today is, how many of you are living in anticipation of eternity? Or are you so stuck to this place? Are you so in love with this place? With your tent, your 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 building, where you wherever you live, and this body that you want to stay here. No, God forbid. We should long for what's coming. Amen. We should long for what God has promised us in His Word. You see, anticipating that day helps us to live today. When you're anticipating eternity, it'll help you make right choices. It'll fill your mind with wise choices, wise decisions. It'll help you to live for eternity. Amen? What did Jesus say? Thy, thy kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Amen? Let that kingdom be done here. Let his will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And speaking of that, there have been many books, many movies made about heaven. Maybe some of you have seen those movies as well as hell. You may have seen a more recent movie called Heaven is for Real. And I'm not here to knock those books. Those are whether they were true visions that they were given and then they penned them down to, to paper and then they made a movie. Um, the bottom line is we must always go to the Word of God to get an accurate glimpse of what heaven looks like. Amen? Don't ever take what somebody said at face value for what heaven's going to look like. I'm going to stick to what the Word of God declares because we don't know what heaven is going to look like. But we're given a glimpse. We're given like a sneak peek. The curtain is open just a little bit so we can look and see. And I just want to share that with you here today. Revelation chapter 21, verses 22 through 24. Listen to the description here. I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it. For the glory of God gives it light and the Lamb is its lamp. <clears throat> Can you believe this? We will no longer need the sun to shine the glory of the Lord will fill this place and will be the light that we will need. Amen. I mean, that just gives me chills right now. It gives me the heebie-jeebies to understand that we will be in the presence of God and He will be the light. Amen. The Bible goes on to say in verse 24, the nations will walk by its light. Okay, did you catch that? The nations, there will still be peoples, nations, and we'll be walking by its light. 
and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor to it. This is going to be a community unlike any other that will be living in peace, but we'll be in his presence. Amen? In his presence. Now, I, I'm not going to bring up every scripture, every reference, but there are references to streets of gold in heaven. How I many know that? Asphalt in heaven is gold. Okay? That's really what it's telling you and I. <coughs> Asphalt here is, is what our roads are made of. In heaven, they're made out of gold. Gold. Imagine that. There are mentions of walls of jasper. That's an emerald, which probably refers to a diamond or, a, or a, a gem that looks like ice, is what most people say. The wall will look like a shimmering sheet of ice. Can you give me some of that water, please? <coughs> Excuse me. The Bible mentions, thank you. The Bible mentions 12 foundations in heaven. Not just one, but 12 foundations. Much better. The Bible mentions a river of crystal clear water flowing from the throne of God out into the city of Jerusalem. I mean, it just describes this beautiful scene. The river will run from the throne of God where, where God Almighty will be seated. The tree of life will be there. The tree of life is mentioned twice in the word of God. It's mentioned in the very beginning of Genesis in the Garden of Eden. It was sitting in there. Now Adam and Eve never got to partake of that tree, but we will be able to part be partakers of that tree. The tree of life will be there. Amen. And, and these are just some of the glimpses that were given in heaven of what it will look like. But I can't imagine being surrounded by God's glory. 24-7. There is no time. Because here, our day, our night, is, is governed by the sun, by the moon. There is no night in heaven. It's, it's day. And that's all it is. How are we going to live like that? I don't know. But I want to be, be there. I want to check it out. Amen? I get excited when I think about it. When I was preparing this, I was just reading, I was taking my time and just reading this and just thinking, Lord, one day we're going to be there yeah. with loved ones Amen. that have passed on, with my family members, with those that, that we've connected with over the years. Yeah. You'll come down the street and say, I remember you from 40 years ago. I remember you from 20 years ago. <coughs> and it's so good to see you. I mean, it's going to be a great reunion time, but being in the presence of God is the main attraction. How many know that? Amen. Heaven's main attraction is being with God Almighty. Amen. The, word, the Word of God says our Jesus Christ will be on that throne, and we shall be with Him. But don't forget, He is the main attraction. Amen. Not you and I. Amen. Not the streets of gold. Not the walls of Jasper, nor the river, the crystal clear river. It's going to be God Almighty. You know, I've thought about this, maybe you've thought about this, but to go to the White House and to meet the president, it doesn't matter what president, well, I'll just stop right there. But to go to the White House and meet the president, amen? 
what an honor that would be. Or to go to Buckingham Palace and to meet the Queen of England, what an honor that would be. Or if you're a sports fan, to meet Michael Jordan or Willie Mays, you know, some of these uh, heroes that we have, these idols that we have, right? What an honor it would be. But it pales in comparison to who we're going to meet one day in heaven. God Almighty, amen. Oh, hallelujah. I can't wait for that day, Lord, to see you sitting on your throne and, and the angels crying, holy, holy, holy. Amen. That's what the Bible says is going to be happening in heaven. I thank God for the glimpses of heaven he's given us through his word. And I believe that he can give us glimpses through visions, through dreams of what heaven may look like. So I don't knock these stories, these books, these movies that have been written. They, they may have received a vision. And, and if you pray, God, give me a vision. He may give you that vision or a dream about what heaven may look like one day. But let me tell you, there's going to be nothing but the best in that city. There's not going to be any shag carpet. I don't remember shag carpet. There's not going to be any plastic up in heaven. It's going to be all the finest materials. As someone said recently, double-stitched leather everywhere. Um, diamonds, gold. I mean, the finest of the finest materials will be there. There will be no polyester. No. no. Amen. The late evangelist D.L. Moody once said, it's not the jeweled walls or pearly gates that are going to make heaven attractive. It's being with God Almighty. Amen. It's being with God Almighty. I just want to tell you today, are you excited here today about one day spending eternity with God Almighty? Are you getting excited about that? Because the world is telling us that that day is approaching, that that day is coming. And one day you're going to spend eternity with Him. As I get ready to close... I read this about heaven when I was preparing this message. It said the following, All that is bad will be absent, and all that is good will be present. The curse will be removed. The blessing of God will be known in a manifest and multiplied way. Night will not cloud its day. Death will not walk its streets. Tears will not seep through its walls. Sickness will not enter its gates. Sin will not curse its, his, its history. And the devil will not bother its citizens. How many are excited about that? Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Lord, we look forward to that day. Lord, we look forward to that day as believers. Amen. Amen and amen. All of God's people of all ages will have access to heaven. If you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, you ask Him to forgive you of your sins, you invited Him in to your life, and you're doing the very best you can, not as a perfect individual, because there isn't any, but if you're living for Christ the best you can, you will be there one day in heaven, Amen. rejoicing with Him. Amen? Of course, the question is, will you be there? Will you be there in this glorious place prepared for each of us? 
I didn't even get into the mansion that he's building for you. I didn't even get into that. We could spend a whole day, a whole week on that. Just on the mansion he's gone to prepare in this place for you. Oh, God, you're so good. You're so good, Lord. But the question again is, will you be a citizen of this new place, of this new heaven and this new earth? Heaven, you see, is a, is a prepared place for a prepared people. Are you prepared? Are you ready? As Ed would have told you today, are you ready? Are you prepared? Have you received God's offer of salvation? And I'm talking to each of you here, talking to those that will be watching on YouTube. That is the key issue of life. It's not when's my next paycheck or if I'm going to get a raise or if this COVID thing's ever going to go away. The key issue of life is eternity. Where are you and I going to spend that? That is the key issue of life. One day for each of us, we will be able to say the following. I am yet in the land of the dying, but I hope to be in the land of the living. Amen. Let me say that again. I am yet in the land of the dying, but I hope soon to be in the land of the living. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Stand with me this time as we close. How many again are excited about our eternity? About one day being in the presence of Almighty God? Oh, just gives me chills just to think of that. Lord God. We're not worthy, but Lord, you've forgiven us. You have, you have blessed us. Lord, you've protected us. And Lord, we are your church. The Bible says we are your bride. We have been adorned. Lord, you will receive us into heaven. You've prepared a place for us. You've prepared a mansion, a room, a house for each of us here today. God, we can't wait to be in your presence with, and with the angels in heaven crying, Holy Holy, holy are you, Lord. God Almighty, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. And Lord, we look forward to that day. Lord, today, help us today to look to eternity in anticipation of that day of your coming. Lord God, we thank you for the glimpse we've been given into heaven. And Lord, as believers, God, I thank you that we don't have to face that place called hell or the lake of fire, Lord, because that matter has been settled. It's been settled once and for all, Lord, and I pray God that as the word of God says that they that endure until the end shall be saved. I pray that over everyone here that we would endure until the end, Lord, that we would stay faithful and consistent with you, that we would live a righteous life, Lord, living for you, Father. And God Almighty, we give you thanks. We give you praise. For those that are watching right now on YouTube, I just want to pray a prayer for those that need to hear this message right now or hear a, uh, the, the, the prayer that will get you saved. It's a very simple prayer that you just got to receive or believe in your heart when you say these words. I'm going to lead you in a prayer and our church is going to pray right now. But if there's anybody watching that wants to receive this promise, that wants one day wants to be in the presence of God Almighty. Just say a prayer like this. And everybody here, if you would say that with me. Heavenly Father, I come before you. I know I am a sinner. I have failed. 
I ask you to forgive me. I know you went to the cross for me. You died and rose again. And I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. Direct me, help me today to live the best life possible. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you said that prayer here, if you said that prayer, those that are watching, those that are listening to this, know this. Your name now is written in the Lamb's book of life. And you can look forward to eternity spent with God Almighty. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap right now for those that may have received Christ online. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we close. And we thank you again for this day. We thank you for having covered us with your protection. We also pray, Lord, I lift up my daughter, Bianca, who's been ill this week. We just pray for a continued, complete recovery, Father. Lord, your blessings of health upon her. And those that in here that know of others that have been sick, Lord, we pray your touch upon them. We pray for your continued touch of comfort and peace for Charmaine, who lost her husband, Father. We pray, Lord, that you would be her strength and her, her tower of refuge, Lord, that she would look to you, Father, during this time. And again, we thank you. Now we pray, Father, your blessing upon each and every one of us here today. We pray, Father, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' mighty name. Receive that today. God bless you and have a great Sunday. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.